here we begin the adrenergic or sympathetic division of the autonomic nervous system. What are the catecholamines? How they are synthesized? How they are stored? And how they are released? That's Le Sujet de Jour Dewey. Welcome all to this Pharmacology Difficult Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology, and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods, and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better, and make your concept crystal clear. If you rarely find and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. Adrenergic or often referred to as the sympathetic or precisely noradrenergic system. About there are three endogenous catecholamines that form the mainstay signal system of this particular section of the autonomic nervous system. And these are noradrenaline, adrenaline and dopamine. Abbreviated as capital NA, A, DR and DA. Let's individually consider and talk about each one of these. The first one I want to talk about is adrenaline. It is secreted by the adrenal medulla and it acts as an important hormone. It is not an integral transmitter at the peripheral sites. So that is an important point to note. Let's get to know something about noradrenaline. It's an integral transmitter at almost all the postganglionic sites and we can say that some of the fibers and sweat glands, they are the ones at which it doesn't work and some of it is actually secreted by the adrenal medulla also. Let's get to know few points about dopamine. Dopamine plays a restricted role in peripheral organs like renal blood vessels, but it is very prominent and integral transmitter in the organ and regions like basal ganglia, CDZ of the brain and anterior pituitary. What's the motto of the day? Today let's nail the comprehension of the entire concept of the making storage and release of the catecholamines. First and foremost, the synthesis or the making. The harbinger amino acid of all the catecholamines is phenylalanine. It's a kind of a dietary amino acid. Phenylalanine converts into tyrosine while the reaction is catalyzed by tyrosine hydroxylase. The tyrosine hydroxylase, it catalyzes the next step two of the conversion of tyrosine to dopa. Now what is the point to be noted here is methyrosine, M-E-T-I-R-O-S-I-N-E, that is alpha-methyl-P-tyrosine, it inhibits the tyrosine hydroxylase and tyrosine hydroxylase is highly specific and we can say a rate limiting enzyme. Now, as limits or inhibits the tyrosine hydroxylase, it cuts halfway the synthesis process of catecholamines. Further, what are the steps? 
the capital DOPA DOPA decarboxylase enzyme it catalyzes the formation of dopamine from DOPA DOPA in another step the beta hydroxylase catalyzes the formation of noradrenaline from dopamine and then let's talk about the final step n methyl transferase further does the task of adrenaline formation from noradrenaline now i told you that tyrosine hydroxylase is a highly specific and rate limiting enzyme but you ought to know that the other ones like dopa decarboxylase beta hydroxylase and n methyl transferase these are all non specific and how do you know these are non specific well one of the examples is that dopa decarboxylase can also form alpha methyl dopamine from alpha methyl dopa Adrenaline synthesis occurs mainly in the adrenal medulla. What is the reason behind this? The reason is the requirement of a comparatively rich presence of glucocorticoids. And why these glucocorticoids they are required in rich concentration? They are conveyed via the portal blood flow. and their main function is to induce the n-methyltransferase and n-methyltransferase actually leads to the formation of adrenaline from noradrenaline and the most important thing the difference of noradrenaline from adrenaline is that noradrenaline is synthesized in all the adrenergic neurons while adrenaline is only synthesized in adrenal medulla That's all about the making and synthesis and overview. Let's come over to the storage. As far as the storage is concerned, the nerve end of the sympathetic nerve mesh, it contains specialized vessels or granules to store the noradrenaline. Now we are not talking about the adrenaline because that's a step of formation that occurs in adrenal medulla where we are not actually concerned about the adrenaline. Let's limit the synthesis up to the formation of noradrenaline so there are special vesicles and granules to store the noradrenaline the dopamine is actively taken up through the membrane of the vesicles and after going through all the steps the last step takes place in the vesicle what is this last step that is the step that is catalyzed by beta hydroxylase Now you should know that the enzyme beta hydroxylase which catalyzes the last step is actually present only in the vesicles. Due to this formation of noradrenaline occurs a complex of noradrenaline with the ATP is formed and that's amount is in the ratio of 4 is to 1 that is four parts of noradrenaline and one part of ATP. Now this complex it is absorbed on a protein that is known as chromogranin. Now when this formation of noradrenaline it takes place in the adrenal medulla. Now we are talking about adrenaline again. So if the formation of noradrenaline it takes place in the adrenal medulla with the within the chromaffin granules it comes out of the cytoplasm. Are you understanding this process? up to the noradrenaline formation 
the whole process occurs in the chromaffin granules and because it is in the adrenal medulla there is a formation of adrenaline also for that the noradrenaline it comes out into the cytoplasm from the chromaffin granules via the process of diffusion and there it gets methylated with the help of N-methyltransferase and converts into adrenaline. Now that was simple, right? Now this adrenaline formed in the cytoplasm by methylation, it is taken up by another set of specialized granules. Mind it, these are different from the one that store noradrenaline or take up dopamine. Adrenaline has its own specialized granules. So that's all uh, about the storage. What's the next step? That is the release of catecholamines. How does it occur? What is the trigger? Impulse from the nerve terminals, it arises and triggers the release of catecholamine and the process that actually releases the catecholamines, that is the exocytosis from the granules. Now the granules may contain uh, adrenaline, noradrenaline, ATP, beta-hydroxylase, dopamine, chromogranin. And there are specialized granules for each of adrenaline, noradrenaline, dopamine. And they may also contain ADP, beta-hydroxylase, other enzymes or whatever the complex is formed along with the chromogranin. All these components, whatever they are present within the vesicles, all the granules they are let out via the process of exocytosis if there are any peptides what peptides can be present along with all these components well they can be neuropeptide Y. they can be encephalins if they are present they are too let out by the process of exocytosis Alpha-2 inhibition actually regulates the release of all these components while the presynaptic receptors, they modulate this release. So, I hope you got this whole process. It was not so complicated but there are a lot of steps. So, you need to learn it but it is quite simplified and direct process. There are no twists and turns. So, it's going one way and quite easy to no, if you draw a flow chart, that would be a very nice idea. And then you should know what are the specific ones, what are the non-specific enzymes, what are the rate limiting enzymes, which particular transmitter is stored and taken up at what point, how they're released, at what are the sites. That all summarizes and sums up the whole process. Let's talk further. Noradrenaline release is induced by indirectly acting sympathomimetic amines like tyramine, amphetamine, etc. Now how this occurs? This occurs actually via the displacement reaction. That is the indirectly acting sympathomimetic amines like tyramine, amphetamine, they displace the noradrenaline at the nerve terminal that is the one process and the other reported presence of norepinephrine exchange transporter that is capital NET. It also works there via the exchange diffusion mechanism 
and because it is a diffusion mechanism the capital NET or norepinephrine exchange transporter it does not require calcium because this is diffusion and not exocytosis I just summarize the whole thing again the first point is that indirectly acting sympathomimetic amines like tyramine and amphetamine they are actually inducing the release of noradrenaline and the process is the displacement reaction and the second thing i talked about is the norepinephrine exchange transporter that is actually working via the exchange diffusion mechanism it is not exocytosis it doesn't require calcium with all this explanation with all this description we complete the synthesis storage and the release processes of the catecholamines today now two steps more to go that we can head upon about the adrenergic receptors but the mantra is to be patient cause patience breeds sweet fruits right Hope you got it now. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, do visit www.pharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences, drug information updates and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name as Pharmacology Difficult. If you're listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple Podcast. Stay safe, stay happy, stay enlightened. Thank you.